Hello? Hello? Is anybody out there? Welcome to All the Shit with Tom and Will. This This is the Quick Hit Weekly. What's up, Tom? What's going on, Will? Welcome back to All the Shit, baby. Yeah, where we talk about all the shit. Yeah, all the shit of life. Everything that goes on under the sun in your life. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. And now we're just seeing who can riff the best of the worst. (laughs) Hey guys, is your life crazy as shit? Does good shit happen? Does bad shit happen? Does all the shit happen? Come and talk about it with Tom and Will. (laughs) That was awesome, don't lie. Fired up on a Friday, man. (laughs) Always happy to see it. Yeah, man. It's good, right? The weekend's about to start. The week is over. Thank God. Yeah. I work from home on Fridays, Mm -hmm. and it's usually because I save my projects that I want to not be distracted because you're at work, people are popping in, random conversations, you get pulled into meetings you don't need to be in. So I save that stuff for Fridays. But once it gets to be around like one, two o'clock, and I've crushed through most of that stuff, I'm just kind of tuning it off, dialing down, easing into the weekend, and then I come talk to you, but I'm riding that cruise mode right now, cruise control into the weekend. How about you? Mellow mode? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm kind of, I'm a little hyped. I'm a little hyped. You know, the week is over. I'm going to have a little mini road trip tomorrow, so that'll be fun. I just, I like driving. Where are you going? Oh, we're just going to visit my family. We're having a small get-together. It's three and a half hours away. I just enjoy driving. I look forward to stops. Even though it's three and a half hours, I know you can make that in one shot. We always stop halfway through, and I get a nice cup of coffee. So I always look forward to that. Uh, And I just love driving. Man, three and a half hours with one stop would be nice. Anytime we go three and a half hours anywhere, I'm stopping every 30 minutes, I feel like, so Anna can pee. Really? (laughs) We've done that with no stops with the two kids. Yeah, I grew up doing road trips because my grandparents lived in Long Island. And even when we lived anywhere on the East Coast, but once we lived in Virginia, we would drive up there. And it was a 10 to 12 hour drive because they live all the way out on the East End of Long Island, not on the rich side, on the not rich side. But we would have one to two stops. Yeah. There's a halfway stop where we'd actually get out of the truck. Maybe there was a bathroom stop somewhere else along the way. But that's a 10 hour drive with four kids and my mom. That's crazy. I think we went to a wedding in Michigan one time, Caitlin and I, and this was before kids. So we would get snacks. We would not drink a lot of water. And this was an 11-hour trip with one stop. And we stopped because we needed gas. Just knock it out. Then it was always like a game. How quick can I get there? Can I beat my time? Can I not get a ticket doing so? And now I'm just trying to really enjoy the journey a little bit more. So the stops don't bother me. The, The one time after we got married that Anna came with us to New York and made that drive. She's sitting in the back seat with me. We're driving. We're maybe, I don't know, two hours in. She looks at me like, I have to pee. I'm like, girl, you got another six hours before this next rest stop. <laughs> and she, she almost lost it. So she wound up telling my dad, she was like, I have to go. And he, he, of course he's going to get off the road. But this man has been driving this same route for, I don't know, since I was in seventh grade till I got married at 26. So about 10 years. He knows exactly where he's going, and that car's on autopilot. So when she says she has to go to the bathroom, 
Did he he's start like, twitching? N- not visibly, but I'm sure in his head he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he has like the old GPS, like recalculating. <laughs> he's trying to figure out, all right, if I get off here, where are we going to go? And my folks don't use GPS. He's, wait, MapQuest doesn't allow There's for that. There's no MapQuest. My mom's sitting there with the Freaking big atlas. road atlas looking at how we're going to get off, where we're going to go. So by the time this whole shit show wraps up, we got there. She peed and everything was fine, but you could just tell that he was just like, oh, Hun, we can't stop. We're going to end up in Schenectady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love That's my parents, awesome. but yeah, they're just setting their ways. Oh, man. I do love a good road trip, though. So I'm amped up, ready to go. Anything else crazy going on with you? You doing anything? Diet, uh, nutrition? Diet, nutrition? No. We're getting ready to go on a road trip ourselves in a couple of weeks. We're going down to Asheville to see some really good friends of ours. But other than that, No. But now that you're saying road trip, it makes me want to get out on the yeah, road again, man, man. It's a good time of year. It it's is so beautiful to be driving right now, especially through some of those mountain passes going down yeah, Nashville. Man. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. So, getting ready for holiday season, though, I am trying to watch what I'm eating now because I know that very shortly hibernation body's going into mm-hmm. effect and I'm going to be packing on pounds. Yeah, so I'm actually consciously making a decision to pack on pounds right now. I've been keeping the calories more to a maintenance level. I recently changed my training split to a push-pull leg split where I'm getting everything in almost twice a week. So it's a five-day rotation. So every eight days, I get everything in twice. So it's Mm -hmm. almost twice a week. And in addition to that, I'm embracing bulk season again. So it's been a while since I've done that. I'm going to give it a good hard run. I find as I get older... It's really hard to cut without losing muscle, and it's really hard to bulk without gaining only fat. Yeah. I might have to learn some new tricks to throw at it, but I'm really enjoying that. You know, as always, I love playing with my diet. I love playing with my training split. But this brings us to the question for today. I came across, and I thought it was very interesting, so I wanted to run it by you and see what your thoughts were and share some of my thoughts. Yeah, man, what do you got? So this is a good one. It's all about calorie intake. So I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. This young man is 15 years old, and he's six feet tall. That's tall for 15. That is, that is tall, absolutely. I aspire to hit six feet by 60, hopefully. <laughs> Just really slowed down the past couple decades. <laughs> so anyways, he says, I've had trouble managing my weight my entire life. In the last year and a half, I've gone from around 80 kilos to 62 kilos, which is approximately 176 pounds to 136 pounds. I now keep a diet of 1,200 calories daily, plus the amount I burn from exercise. However, I've been thinking of changing my daily intake from 1,200 calories plus calories burnt to 1,500 calories plus calories burnt. Should I? Right off, I have a couple questions. This is not clear at all. Yeah, I have a couple questions too. Can you just make that in layman speak? What is he talking about? Calories burned plus? Well, see, that's where it's not that clear. And this is one of the situations where I'm not going to say, I'm not giving advice. Because I am giving advice, and I am actually technically an expert in this. My degree is in this, and I've been practicing this for over 20 years. There you go. This is advice. I was really looking forward to saying that. That's where this gets a little murky because it's unclear if he is calculating his basal metabolic rate, which would be the amount of calories he burned if he laid in bed and did nothing. And this is in a fasted state. So even not accounting for digestion, what would be burnt through thermogenesis through digestion. So if he just laid in bed and was completely stationary for 24 hours, that's what your basal metabolic rate is. So it's unclear if that's what he's talking about, plus 1,200 calories, 
Or let's say he walks on a treadmill for however length of time and he burns 100 calories. Is he just taking that exercise, whatever he figures he burned on exercise, and adding to the 1,200 calories? Because there's a very large difference. Just to add a little context or, or additional information, for this young man, based on his age and his height and an assumed lightly active to moderately active lifestyle, his basal metabolic rate would be about 1,700 calories. So for maintenance, for somebody like this, you're looking at 2,300 to 2,600 calories. So you can already see if he's just taking the calories he figured he burned during exercise and adding to the 12 or 1,500, he's way under, way under. And that can be dangerous for somebody that's so young and is actively growing. I throw all that out there. I've got some thoughts. First, I want to see what yours are. Now, that was my initial response when I read that. I've said this many times. I'm math illiterate. For me, the best math I do is converting kilos to pounds. So mm -hmm. I did that part. I was like, oh, I feel so good about myself. <laughs> but then you get into the calories, and I know that that is low, especially for someone who is young and growing. And to be as tall as he is, he's got to be burning a lot more calories to be putting on that height. I'm curious to know if the 80 kilos was when he was shorter mm -hmm. and if he's grown in addition to trying to lose weight while growing. There's so many variables here, and it's a tricky time in life because you can go through spurts really quick. Yeah, overnight almost. So when I first saw this, originally I wasn't sure what the goal was because it wasn't clear the way it was composed as to whether or not he wanted to gain weight or if he wanted to lose weight. And initially my head went to gain weight because he's 15 and he's six feet tall and, you know, he's dropped from 176 to 136. I'm like, oh yeah, he, he's having trouble keeping it on. But I was later able to determine that in fact, what he's talking about is keeping weight off. I'm not sure how he got where he is mentally or with wanting to keep his weight as low as he's trying to, or even drive it lower, which it seems might be the case. But first, I'd call out, you're six feet tall, you're 15 years old, you're growing. Ideally, if you don't do anything crazy, you'll continue to grow for years to come. Even if you don't get much taller, you'll certainly fill out. And so going on a very low-calorie diet is not advisable. Yeah, to me, immediately, I think of male body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we've tiptoed around a little bit in the past. Just for context, how tall are you and what do you weigh right now? Great question, because that leads into something I think might be behind this, and that is the body mass index, right? So to answer your question, I'm 5'6", and I'm 180 pounds, and I range anywhere from 150. I, I competed at that weight, and I've gotten as high as 230. And so even at 150, technically, my BMI is higher than it should be, right? What's interesting is if you take his height and weight and his age, what you get is actually a BMI that's at the very low range of normal. So I'm wondering if he's gauging it off of that. I think there's a difference in someone's mind when they think of, oh man, this guy looks cut. He's got a weigh X, but you don't factor in the difference between fat and muscle in terms of weight. While you are 5'6", 180 right now, I'm 5'11", and when I was at my leanest as a I guess you could say competing at a competitive mindset in CrossFit, I weighed 185. Yeah. So five pounds more than you with, what is that math? Five inches. Yeah. So five pounds more than you with a five inch height difference. And currently I'm sitting at still 5'11", but between 210 and 215. It's not fat, but when you add muscle, 
your weight goes up disproportionately to your body in terms of what the BMI has you thinking that if you're X, Y, or Z on the BMI chart, you're fat or overweight. And there's a big difference there. So I actually, the first time I saw my primary care physician, he walked in the room and looked at me, looked down at the chart, looked back at me and was like, huh, thought you'd be fatter. <laughs> like, I mean, he's a, he's a no-nonsense Great kind bedside. of guy. Great bedside, man or doctor. Right, yeah. yeah, not appropriate thing to say. But he was looking at the BMI and assuming he knew what I looked like based on that number. And that's the same thing that young men suffer from all the time is looking at BMI and figuring they should be X, Y, or Z. It is such a flawed system. And I have spent a lot of time in the overweight and even the obese category of the BMI. And granted, I'm not always super shredded. When I bulk up, I do put some fat on. But you're telling me I've got a BMI of 39 or 40, and I can still see a couple abs and shadows? No, that's not unhealthy. It's more weight than someone my size would typically carry. But there is a huge difference between fat, bad weight, and lean tissue, good weight. Yeah, and that's kind of what you're getting at here. And one of the things that you have to be particularly cautious of at this age is if you are underfeeding yourself, your body is going to be pulling from muscle. Your body is going to be pulling from other areas in your body that you're not using sufficiently enough or that aren't being used as critically as what actually needs those nutrients to survive. And so you can actually undereat to the point where you're starving yourself and you wind up losing muscle when you're trying to lose fat or perceiving that you need to lose fat. You're cannibalizing muscle so your body can survive. Yeah. So in short, to answer your question, yes, up it to 1500 plus whatever. But if this was somebody I could sit down, you know, and, and work with first, I'd find out what their goals are and why their goals are that. And then we'd identify the underlying issues and try and work on those. You know, again, I really would warn you against focusing on reducing calories at that age. Again, if you are active at all, you need to fuel your body. And the People joke about it all the time. Parents joke about it all the time. Ravenous teenage boys because they're growing like freaking weeds and you can eat whatever you want, as much as you want. And for the most part, if you're fairly active and healthy, it's going to turn into good quality mass for you. For a lot of people, it does, barring any hormone issues or things like that. So really starve yourself is not a good path to start on. And you can do damage that you will have to deal with for the rest of your life if you do that. My guess is that what he's talking about when he was 80 kilos, he was probably a lot shorter. Mm. And I think of my nephew, Ivan, who's, who I wrote the book for. I, I see him every summer, basically. The last summer I saw him before he grew, he was short, stocky kid. He's a little fluffy. Mm. And he was telling me that kids were picking on him because he was a little fluffy, this and that. And I just told him, just wait it out, man, because as soon as you start growing, all of that's going to change. And it has literally over the course of one school year, I saw him the next summer, he grew about six inches. Cool. He's almost as tall as me now. And he's leaned out dramatically. And it's just the natural path that your body takes through that process. So if you're basing, you know, someone making fun of you for being 80 kilos at even five feet tall. All right. Now you're six feet tall, bro. You need that weight. You need that mass. And you've got so much more to build on. Even if you're not going to be a competitive athlete, at six feet tall, 185, 200 pounds is not ridiculous. 200 pounds can be a healthy body weight for someone who's six feet tall is just moderately active. Absolutely. 200 pounds can be a healthy body weight for somebody that's 5'2". It just depends on what it is. I'm in agreement with you. Don't put too much stock in 
what X, Y, or Z chart has to say about it. It's how does it look on you? How do you feel? Do you have low energy? Because that's another sign that you're not eating enough. If you are tired all the time, regardless of how much you're sleeping, you're going to be tired if your body is struggling to get enough nutrients. Yeah, absolutely. Take fat, for example. If you are under-consuming calories in general, you are probably under-consuming fat. What happens if you don't get enough fat? There are all sorts of hormonal implications surrounding that that can affect anything from sleep to continued growth and development, cognitive function, health, immunity, all these things. So, yeah, I would... I would not fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid of fat. That's the bottom line. Yeah, there, certainly right? not. Certainly not. I'm really curious to understand the goals and the reasoning behind them. If you just feel good at a lighter weight, that's okay. You can do that and be healthy. As Tom said earlier, don't let somebody else's opinion of you. Don't let somebody else that said something, maybe you took the wrong way in passing or somebody that actually made fun of you, blatantly bullied you. Don't let that affect you to such a point where you're going to do something that could have lasting implications. Yeah. Just remember, you're in a transitional phase right now and things will start to level out as you go through those growth spurts. And you might have more than one, man. You might be six foot right now and next year you're going to be six five. So you have to feed yourself and feed your body with the expectation that you're going to grow into it. And over time, you absolutely will. And once you get to that plateau, you finish growing, your body is where it's going to be. Then you decide what you want your body composition to be. And you can play with that like Will was talking about. Figure out, do I want to be super lean and shredded? Or do I want to be a little bit bulkier, carry a little bit more heft? Depends on are you playing football, are you playing line, are you playing wide receiver. It depends on any number of things. But it's so variable that without being more specific in what your goals are, and perhaps you don't even have them. Maybe right now your goal is simply not to be bullied. That's fine. That's fair and legitimate. But don't let that dictate what you do and inhibit your ability to be healthy later in life. Yeah. And, you know, another thing to mention, hey, we all need big friends and don't rob somebody of that experience. I'm currently what they refer to as victim weight, right? And so, I'm your big friend. <laughs> well, you're not quite six feet, buddy, but you're definitely one of the stockier people I know. Anything else to touch on that? I think that was generally the main points. I do want to ask you again about body dysmorphia. No such thing. This is classic denial, but I feel like body dysmorphia is something that is especially prevalent in guys that are drawn to bodybuilding and that culture. And I know that when you talked about competing, that's where you were competing is in that bodybuilding culture. Mm -hmm. What was your experience with that? You mentioned being everywhere from 165? Uh, 150 to 230. 150 to 230. So that's a huge swing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that I know is your interest in playing with macros and different workouts and seeing what you can do with your body from just a curiosity standpoint. Yeah. But... Did you ever feel pressure to be a certain size or want to be a certain size that you couldn't get to or vice versa? You felt too big and you felt like you were too much. Did so you ever go through anything like that? I wouldn't say pressure. Again, it was it's all internal. I always wanted to see how big I could get and how shredded I could get. Yeah, but pressure can be internal. I think for a lot of guys, most of the pressure is internal. Yeah, but I, I, I never viewed it as pressure. It was something I wanted to do, not necessarily something I had like this deep, gnawing, unhealthy reason for doing. I don't know. It's hard. You've asked me this question before, and I don't think it's there. I don't think it was there. Again, it's hard to say, looking back, 
10, 15, 20 years. But even that, so when I've pushed you on it, it's because you've said something that was obvious to me. Like, you know, we'd just be sitting talking and you would be bitching about how your arms got smaller. Mm. And I'm looking at you like, dude, your arms are twice the size of mine. What are you talking about? Why do you feel bad about this? And I don't know if you're just... You have to keep in mind that comes from somebody that tracks everything. So at any given point, I could tell you my bicep to waist ratio, right? Or, or something silly like that. But it's because I love it. I'm interested in it. I like seeing how small changes in my diet affect my body. I like seeing how small changes in my workout or my level of activity change other things. And I just like tweaking all those variables. And so, you know, when I tweak one and I'm like, well, my abs are popping like crazy, but I lost a quarter of an inch on my arms. You know, it's more of a data point than, oh my God, what am I going to do? I have to give me a sandwich, please. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get that. That makes more sense. Yeah. Just sometimes, some of the things you say, I'm like, what are you talking about? You, <laughs> I mean, you're an idiot. I know you're an idiot, but this is You next have to level. think about it too. You know, we can probably equate it to weightlifting or something else in your life. So if at my best, you know, my peak physical whatever, my waist was 30 inches, right? Okay, sweet. So that is the waist measurement that was an all-time best. Now, you flip that, and if my, at my heaviest, my arms were 21 inches, my biceps were 21 inches, that's the high water mark, right? You know, if my chest was 50, whatever, my bench press was X, my deadlift was X, those are the high water marks. And so just as a single data point, I might be like, I'm way off my all-time deadlift, but my waist is really tight or vice versa. And so it's just, these are things that I'm constantly making note of, thinking of, looking at, right? And the goal is that through the entire course of this journey, my life, I want to optimize everything as much as possible. But knowing that a lot of times it's like speed and torque on a vehicle, there is an inverse relationship. You can go all the way to speed, but you're going to lose torque. Or vice versa, you can go just for torque alone, and then you're not going to have as much top-end speed. Yeah. Were you going to make a connection to weightlifting there? I can, but I, I thought that was a uh, given. So, for example, when you were doing CrossFit and you were the most shredded, you probably weren't putting up the biggest numbers. Versus the time you put up the biggest uh, numbers, yeah, you were you, probably not as lean as you were. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, a couple of years ago, I made an Instagram post about it because once I started weightlifting, I did get thicker. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about the ideal CrossFit athlete, they've got these shredded abs. Oh, they look amazing, like freaking racehorses. Right. And I looked like that at 185. But then when I started lifting and my core got thicker to mm -hmm. be able to support heavier weights in a front squat or stuff like that, my belly protruded further than my pecs. Yeah. And body fat was relatively close to the same, but the whole body changed. And I walked into a new CrossFit gym and they were like, oh, don't worry, bro. We'll get you some six. You know, like, <laughs> talking to me like I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, man, I've been there. I don't want to be there because my performance is what is driving me. Right. So to your point, I see how you can equate those two things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same thing. You can have one or the other. Very few people can have both. There are some because some of those CrossFit athletes, especially these days, can lift Freaks, ridiculous man. amounts of Freaks. weight yeah. and still look good doing it. But your your point is well taken. Like, don't let this consume everything about you as people and as individuals. We're so much more complex than one facet, than fitness, than whatever, how much weight we can move, how little body fat we have. Pursue the goals you have. 
pursue these goals in a smart way. Get help if you need it. Educate yourself, but don't let it become so negative and toxic that you do dumb things or you let it ruin your social life. Try and have a balanced life. Yeah. Enjoy the freaking ride because honestly, these years, as shitty as they seem a lot of the time, it doesn't get much easier. It really doesn't. You can say you might get some more freedoms at a certain point, but even those, you're constrained by so many things. None of us are really truly free to do what we want. And when you have a job and you are paying your entire way and it puts a limit and constraints on what you can do with your free time, you have probably the most free time now that you'll ever have. So freaking enjoy yourself and don't worry about the small shit. Yeah, to that point, you know, you might be thinking, man, I would love to have your experience, your knowledge, and be able to manipulate my body as easily as you say you can, right? Yeah, and I'd like not to get up every day and have something hurt and have to move my training plan or my split around to modify it to account for overuse injuries, aches, pains, things of that nature. So, you know, I understand the grass is always greener on the other side. Don't wish it away, man. As as Tom said, these are truly the good years, my friend. Yep, absolutely. Wish you the best of luck with that and would love to hear from you again and just let us know if you have more specifics about whether it's a question of how to get to X, Y, or Z goal that you have. I think Will would love to dive into that and give you some more specific advice and guidance. But again, we're shooting from the hip in terms of looking at it from multiple perspectives, what possibly could be a suite of issues. And hopefully this not only helps the young man who sent this in, but also anyone else who's listening with a related issue or question. It goes for anybody. If you have a question, feel free to reach out to us. You can send an email to the link here. You can visit thathighschoolbook.com. Hit us up in the contact section and keep it anonymous if you want. But that's what we're here for. We're giving that old man uncle advice and we're not your parents. So we're not going to tell you what to do or not to do, but we'll give you the open, honest and truthful experience from our lives. Yeah, absolutely. This is actually one of my favorite things to talk about. So yeah, if you want to come back, throw some more specific information, you know, what the goal is, all that, I would love to answer that. Did you have anything else? Yeah, have a good weekend. I hope you guys have a safe and pleasant road trip and catch you next week. Same time, same place. Sounds good, man. All right, brother. Take care. See ya.